events that she wanted to avoid, such as today's end-of-year grand athletics finale. Alice on her own would have been hard on her, told her to take a couple of paracetamol, go to school, and see how she felt later. But the girl had deliberately and speedily got to Noel as he was leaving for work, knowing quite well he was a far softer, sympathetic touch. Alice raised her hand, aiming at Grace's forehead to check her temperature, and Grace stepped quickly backwards, just beyond reach, leaving her mother looking as if she was hailing a Nazi leader. I'm okay. It's just freezing in here, and I'm mega bored. Grace was gazing round with an expression of astonished disappointment, as if she'd expected the shelves to be stacked exclusively with items desirable to a fourteen-year-old girl of sophisticated tastes. Well, you didn't have to come. You could have stayed at home and made cups of tea for Mrs. Pusey. God, no, anything but that, Grace groaned, reaching across behind her mother's head for a pack of Pop-Tarts. But why couldn't we have gone somewhere more fun than here? There was a skirt in Warehouse I wanted to try on. I always do the shopping on Wednesday afternoons. It gives Mrs. Pusey a clear run at the cleaning. If I'm in the house, she spends hours telling me about her latest cancelled hospital appointment. You always say that. I always do this. I always do that. Grace glared at her mother. And besides, Alice said, you're supposed to be ill. Yeah, well. Grace started rooting through the contents of the trolley. Have you got the monster munch? If they were on the list, Alice told her, looking through the selection of muesli in search of one without added sugar. List. That's another thing you always say. Is it on the list? Like the world would end if you bought something that you hadn't actually written down. Grace was now bored to exploding point. Why can't you just grab what you think we'd all like and be, oh, thing, like you do things just when you feel like it for bloody once? You always have to plan your whole life out on paper, like you can't even breathe without a book of instructions. Spontaneous. That's the word you were looking for. Alice told her, at the same time acknowledging how rarely that word could be applied to herself. Alice's near-paranoid reliance on routine and order was a frequent source of domestic teasing. Oh, look, it's 10.30. Mum will be having her chamomile tea and one rich tea biscuit. But this wasn't the time to argue about it. Two elderly ladies who'd been discussing the unfamiliar array of creatures offered on modern-day fish counters suspended their debate to stare brazenly at Grace and Alice, anticipating a good loud row that they could talk about later in the coffee shop. Leave it, Grace, okay? I've just got to get the bread, then we can go. Five loaves of organic wholemeal, two French sticks, one pack of crumpets, potato cakes, and... Grace chanted in a sing-song voice, not needing to look at Alice's list. Yeah, I know, and a partridge in a pear tree, Alice added accepting her daughter's mockery. Not if it isn't on the list. Your kind of shopping is just so boring. Grace grinned. Oh, I don't know. Didn't you notice Elvis Presley back there? What? El... Oh, never mind. Just someone I saw, she said, thinking suddenly of French Marcel, sharp beach pebbles digging into her back and the cool tingle of his fingers sliding down across her naked stomach. It was a long, long time ago. 
Nearly 300 miles away, close to the far end of Cornwall, in what an estate agent with fingers desperately crossed for a sale would describe as a mature, rambling garden, Alice's brother, Ariel Lewis, who had long preferred to go by the less whimsical name of Harry, was in the biggest of his three polytunnels mending a tear in the fabric. He didn't much mind about the elements gaining access to his plants, or the ever-encroaching nettle jungle taking root inside. He didn't even mind foxes wandering in for some nighttime warmth. But that side of the tunnel was visible from the footpath down to the cove, and he didn't want nosy, law-conscious hikers peering in and identifying the thriving crop as top-quality guaranteed female cannabis. This year he was trying two varieties, Durban Poison and Trance, twenty plants of each. If the local plod copped knowledge of this little lot...